maybe with willingness, it's just a matter of you saying, I am willing to see all of this differently, right? So it's a matter of like in real time action, if you are in pain or a sense of hypervigilance or misalignment, all you have to say in the present moment is universe, I'm willing to see this differently. Show me the circumstance, situation, event, and relationship that is meant for me to look upon the situation as you universe would have me see it. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, think for ourselves, and realize our limitless nature. We will explore talks on meditation, creativity, wellness, spirituality, and storytelling. You're in for a treat because we're peeling back the layers and diving deep. I'll be having diverse voices from all different creative backgrounds and points of view on to discuss what makes their soul limitless. Plug in and tune out the outside world as we go on this journey together. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Limitless Soul podcast. It is your hostess with the mostest, Kelly Mason. And if you are new around here, come on in, take a seat. You are welcome. Grab your drink, grab your coffee, plug in your headphones. You're in for a treat today. You tuned in at the perfect time to hang out with my guest and I today as we dive deep into the cosmos with Queer Cosmos. I'm really excited about this conversation. It's been a while coming. I've been following Colin for quite some time. I love his work with astrology and merging A Course in Miracles and the way that he delivers information is very fun and I I connect with it really a lot, a lot, a lot. And we had so much fun in this conversation. Um, Something that I started doing with my podcast guests is asking if there is something on their heart, something in their mind that they want to talk about because these episodes are a way to highlight them, their gifts, uh, and offer another voice to this podcast or else you just be hearing me all the time, which you can tune in for the solo episodes if you're about that life and want to hear about my journey and my perspective. But in these conversations, I like to hold space for my guest to have their voice heard, um, maybe to people who haven't met them or heard them before, or maybe you're a part of their community and you're getting to witness them in the alternate seat of the uh, interviewee and not maybe the teacher role or the um, leader role. So it's a really fun way to get into a space where the person who I'm talking with, because a lot of times we haven't met in person or we're not really, you know, in each other's lives. So it's also a nice way for me to just like put the ball in their court. So I asked Colin, what, what is it that you'd like to talk about today? And he said, um, you know, I'd really like to create a container for people who are coming into this conversation with us because we're, we're really truly in this conversation together. Like you're, you're pulling up a seat at the table and we're just having a nice chat all together. And he said, I'd like to share and talk about how we can use these healing modalities in real time, astrology, meditation, all of these things that we have access to, how can we use them in real time instead of just getting attached to them as like, you know, tools and, and, and things that we accumulate, right? Like knowledge we accumulate and memorize. How can we actually 
bring them into our lives and make them applicable. So we talked about how to take actionable, practical steps with the tools that we have access to, which we talk a lot about astrology in this episode and how to break free of the attachment to identity and not get so wrapped up in the details of like, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm a frigid bitch and I only love money. I actually said that in this episode because it's, you know, we can get very attached to the the light and the shadow aspects um, or just get really wrapped up in, in all of the details of it. And I love what Colin says in this episode. He said, what world do you want to live in? Like, what do you want that to look like and, and start there? And I thought that was really beautiful. So you'll have to tune in to see where we went that part of the conversation because it was really cool to hear like how these simple shifts can all, you know, I was talking about being in an alternate universe. Like we stepped into this non-ordinary, like non-linear time, like, oh, where are we? And you can do that so simply by by choosing in your life, like what world am I going to subscribe to? What kind of life do I want to live? Who do I want to be around? Um, we also talked about like staying in the body to move through life and owning who you are. Like we're all so unique and different and each person is is so special because we have our unique life experience. So owning that, owning who you are, owning um, your journey, all of the facets of it. And we got into a conversation about that as well. Um, we talk directly to you. So we're like asking you questions along the way. So if you're interested in what we're talking about and you want to join in the conversation, just head over to Instagram. That's where uh, Colin and I hang out a lot. So you can tag us in your Instagram sh- stories, share with us what you liked about the episode, ask us some questions, give us your answers, ask some questions and get some answers. What is a fire and what's it like? Forgot the words, but you get the drift do that. Come hang out with us. We want to hear from you. Um, So a little bit about Colin. I told him I was going to introduce him before we started the episode. And he's like, don't talk about me. Okay, talk about me. Don't talk about me. (laughs) So um, a little bit about Colin. He is a queer Gemini twin from Long Island, New York. I'm obsessed with his accent. He's a passionate student of secular personal growth systems and the universal spiritual themes explored in A Course in Miracles, which we talk about in this episode as well. Well and Good Magazine listed Colin as one of the most influential in the wellness industry in 2020 as an innovator. Definitely is. Um, He also is a weekly horoscope writer for Cosmo Magazine, Cosmopolitan Magazine. And his best-selling first book, A Little Bit of Astrology, uh, debuted in 2018. And then his second book just came out, Queer Cosmos, The Astrology of Queer Identities and Relationships, launched last November and was the number one astrology book for beginners by Daily Dot Magazine. Colin has had so much experience under his belt and has offered and contributed so much. I'm so excited that he sat down with us and had this amazing conversation with us. For me, it came at the perfect time. I needed this lighthearted energy. As you all know, we launched the first ever Awaken Your Limitless Soul retreat in Costa Rica, in Nassara, Costa Rica, August 21st to the 28th, 2021. Yes, the end of this summer. And it just did my heart so much good to to step away from talking about the retreat and and being so like in my own world and really tap into this energy that Colin has to offer and it really pulled me back to like why I'm doing all of this what's so important for me 
And um, if you're interested in something like that, there are a few spots left. We are doing a payment plan until March 31st of 2021. If you're listening to this in the future, you might have missed it, but there's always next time. And I would love to see you there. I love this podcast community. I love hanging out with you in the airwaves. And I would love to just give you a huge hug in person. So go to LimitlessSoulLife.com backslash retreat, LimitlessSoulLife.com backslash retreat. And you can check out all the details there. Put a down payment down, choose your room, get excited and come hang out with me in paradise. So if that's something you're interested in, go check it out. I would love to see you there. Do some yoga, meditation, all the things that we do here and talk about here, but in real life, I would love, 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 love to see you. So send me a message. If you have questions, check it out online, grab one of the spots. I think there's eight left at the current time, which is today, uh, March 24th. So I will talk to you soon. Enjoy this episode with Colin Bedell and let us know what you think about this episode over on Instagram. All right, welcome, Colin. Thank you so much, Kelly. It's to be here. We are dropping in finally, like just containers sealed, entering into non-ordinary time. We are here. We are connecting. I can feel you. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Um. So we were just chatting before we started recording this episode, which you all are going to love. So like, just sit down or take a walk and just hang out with us for a while because it's hang out with us. Um, Colin, why don't you tell them what you said before we dropped in? Cause we were like, okay, do you, I asked Colin, is there something that's on your heart, on your mind? Like, yeah. what are we going to do? What are we doing? What are we going to play with? How are we going to go about this? And so why don't you share with them what we, well, what I answer? Well, I will say that what I appreciated about you, Kelly, as an interviewer was that you kind of asked first, is there anything on your heart that's important to share, right? Because usually when I come into these spaces, I kind of know that it's on your outline and your agenda. But I think you're one of the few, if not the only, to have asked me, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> so I just wanted to share that's pretty remarkable. And what I answered was that I think it's really important for us in this field to make sure that we talk about how to use the modalities of healing and astrology in real time. Like, what does it mean for us to talk about astrology in action? Because I think in an effort to contextualize what we do, we're either in the future or discussing the past, but what about what's happening right now and how do we put this into action in real time in the present moment in order for us to really provide actionable, practical takeaways for folks so that they're not just in their head, but they're actually in the body, in action, in momentum, and I think that's something that a Capricorn son like you would appreciate. So I said, let's go there. <laughs> and I 100% do. So let's start. I know a lot of people who are listening are probably like, okay, they want, you know, when I listen to a podcast, I want to know, obviously, the ins and outs of the people and like the energy yeah. and like be a part of a conversation. But like, what can how can I use this stuff? When I listen to you talking about astrology, sometimes, even though I know a lot about it, I'm like, there's so much to know. There's so I much know. to learn. It's yeah. a whole yeah. lifetime of like Study. learning and understanding. So let's start here. Yeah. For people who are interested in finding a way to learn about themselves so that they can get unstuck and yeah. really own who they are, right? Like yeah. that's been my experience with astrology is it's given me a lot of permission and like 
learning about different key points of energies and not necessarily getting stuck in like, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm always going to be like a rigid bitch. And I'm like, all I, all I care about is money. And I mean, I do, but. <laughs> and I am a rigid bitch. No. <laughs> no, I'm just like, you know, I can be a little bit like, and not flexible, but like not getting confined by identity. Okay. Let's start there because you also okay. have a book about queer identities and relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So you're about like identity and yeah. how can we not get so wrapped up? Yeah. Uh, well, it. in the individual yeah and in the quagmire in the details mm -hmm. okay so <laughs> i was just laughing at your analysis of capricorn um so i think what where i would start is just by saying like look you know you listener viewer you are heir to the laws of whatever world you ascribe to that's what a course in miracles teaches right and so i would just give them the invitation of do you want to be heir to the laws of the non-material metaphysical spiritual world for a little bit and just see if that affiliation will help you soften into a more gentle approach to life into more of a self-awareness that provides uh inner peace and maximum relationship health and success so i would just start there is just really have them ask themselves what world do i want to belong to because i think that's where a lot of people come to spiritualities with this existential question knowing full well man i feel like i'm not of this world but i'm in it so then what yeah. So I would almost just start there, like, what world do you want to be ascribed to? And would you want to be a part of a spiritual community that, or spiritual affiliation, I should say, that uh, wants to create a little bit more heaven on earth, that wants you to self-actualize to your highest and brightest possibility, wants you to unlearn the dominant programming of a cis, straight, white, heterosexual, capitalist world, to remember uh, a, a truly sentient and essentially spiritual identity system where you can self-actualize to your highest and brightest possibility? That's where I'd start. Can you elaborate on self-actualization? Can we go a little sure. bit down that rabbit hole? Because I know yeah. people are like, who am I? Right, right. Who am you... I? What's my purpose? How yeah. can I be my most true self? Quotes, yeah. like highest self. It's like, how can I step into the shoes that were made for me? Oh, beautiful. Well, I think you're already in the shoes. I just think that people need to unlearn what the dominant programming of fear and what the dominant programming of the world teaches. And so I, I find this metaphor really beautifully. I look at self-actualization the way that Michelangelo looked at creating his sculpture. So in his mind, and he was obviously the, the classic Renaissance sculptor and painter, in his mind, God already created the masterpiece. His responsibility was just to get rid of the excess junk. Mm. That's self-actualization. You know, we just have to get rid of the un the useless information that we're absolutely bombarded with, the unnecessary value that we place on meaningless things. We have to unlearn the attachment to externalizing value, right? And remember and retain a thought system which is true to us, which is based on love. And that's where the masterpiece gets revealed. That's what self-actualizing is to me is just the recognition that we're spiritual beings have a human experience and we're meant to understand divinity and God through other people. Mm. I'm imagining like this big chunk of like marble and yes. all of like the pieces just falling away and like unveiling okay. the shape underneath. Yeah. So in, yeah. <clears throat> in your experience in your journey in with astrology and, <laughs> and now you're like, Ooh, what are, where are we going? <laughs> I know, no, I love, I love it. I'm like, okay, Capricorn. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> um, what, <laughs> what pieces of, you know, that chiseling away, 
were most profound to you, like what through your journey and, and awareness of, you know, uncovering these things that are already there, like our wholeness is already here. What was that? What's that like for you? Well, it's interesting. We're actually recording this under the day of the Sun-Neptune conjunction in Pisces. So this is one of the most spiritually receptive, self-actualizing days of 2021, right? And what that was for me, that's that chiseling away, was the recognition that I could have a thought system based on fear and forever be bombarded with junk. Or I can have a thought system based on love, and that's really where everybody's inner soul, inner light, Shekinah, the Christ mind, the Buddha mind, all different words for the same thing. That's where the masterpiece gets revealed. And it was through the structure curriculum of the Course in Miracles that helped me understood that there's no doubt about it. And I put that in conversation with astrology and even evidence-based psychology as well. Like I really love how we're all technically saying the same thing, just using different languages. And so that was the most important part for me is, okay, am I willing to do the work to unlearn fear and remember what is true to me, which is a loving thought, loving emotion, loving behavior, loving relationships. And when I'm there, I'm a part of a cosmically ordered universe. When I'm not, that's what hell is, mm. right? People like to think hell is something that happens to us after. No, hell can happen 15 minutes from now, depending on how I choose to show up with you, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. So yeah. that's that's where I started to go in terms of just saying, okay, in order for me to self-actualize, to become the person I want to be, I have to ground myself in love, nonviolence, non-judgment, compassion, forgiveness, mercy, atonement, and understanding. And I don't get to successfully do that all day, but when I work it, it works. Mm-hmm. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. The word that you said, willingness, has been popping up to me like literally everywhere. As I, I was telling you, I'm in cranial sacral training right now. And the, the way that it works and the body only is willing to will only go to where it wants to go so you can't do anything wrong there is no harm that can be done your body will only respond when you're working with cerebral spinal fluid where it wants to go oh, wow. wow yeah oh yeah okay. Rit- the, okay. yes, cranial waves and stuff it's powerful stuff yeah scorpio rising um, okay <laughs> yeah and so to get into a space of deep healing and release having emotional release having um, the XX junk move through your body that you didn't allow to move through it in times of trauma or in times of, um, you know, unwillingness. The only thing that you have to do is be willing and show up willing. And then I saw this, t- I downloaded TikTok. I don't know if it was like a mistake. Okay. <laughs> Let me know. Keep me like, posted in real time. What I did know. I do? Um, <laughs> but somebody was showing, I went down a rabbit hole and I'm like, what is this? I, I'm, uh, no, uh, I don't know. And uh, there was like a chart and it was like a frequency chart. And willingness is like the very middle of the chart of like ascension or liberation. And the bottom, she's like, this is down here is hell. Resistance totally. and all this. Willingness is the, is the tipping point of ascending into enlightenment and peace and all of these yes. other higher frequencies. But yes. the, 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 the middle was willingness. Yeah. So willingness and, keeps showing up. And how, based on your research, how did you situate willingness in the middle? Did you go, oh, this makes sense? Or, oh, let me tease that apart. How did you feel when you saw willingness as the kind of gatekeeper between whether or not we're really going to work this stuff? Yeah. When I saw willingness, I was like, there's so much more to go. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, here I was thinking of the capstone. No, right. Because in, I mean, the show is called <clears throat> Limitless Soul. When I started right. creating this education or offering or whatever it is, my, my life's 
work here it's like to become a limitless soul to truly take to have liberation to take all of the chains off to just be free yes. to not compare to just go yeah. forth in love yeah. <laughs> is not all um like how we would maybe subscribe to enlightenment or think of 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 being in this state like buddha mind right it's yeah. it's experiencing witnessing all of the parts of us the darker parts the lighter parts totally. all this stuff and i was like wow willingness is that willingness is to accept that that is truth to to um yeah. move through this and so yeah yeah so it felt a little bit it always when you go on the spiritual the spiritual path you're like this isn't that what i thought <laughs> I know, right? Or like, I want to unknow. Unknow. I know. I know. Um, uh, yeah, work. it is a lot of work. But um, so, you know, willingness to show up, willingness to be present with the present moment, you know, as we were talking about in the beginning of this, like, how can we use this stuff in real time? How can we use this stuff in the present moment? Because it's easy to have all this spiritual materialism and start attaching everything to all of yeah. these um, yeah. tools, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of this awareness. Yeah. And then we, yeah. we start un unknowingly having attachments to expectations. Well, if I meditate every day, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to achieve this. If yeah. I, if I study my birth chart, I'm going to know then, who I am. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, and I think maybe with willingness, it's just a matter of you saying, I am willing, I think it even says in A Course in Miracles, it's one of the most powerful prayers we could say, which is I'm willing to see all of this differently, mm -hmm. right? So it's a matter of like in real time action, if you are in pain or a sense of hypervigilance or misalignment, all you have to say in the present moment is universe, I'm willing to see this differently. Show me the circumstance, situation, event, and relationship that is meant for me to look upon the situation as you universe would have me see it. Mm. And then you'll realize, oh, so I was looking at meditation as like this quick way to get enlightened and have inner peace. And it was like, oh, I'll just go to the gym once a month and have all the physical exercise down, right? But it's not that simple. And we start to see things really differently. And I think the minute we just say to ourselves with, with a lot of honesty, I'm willing to do this and then follow the direction we receive, that's where the real rubber meets the road. Mm -hmm. It's like when we put it in action, because then it's not, then we say, I'm willing. Then we check in with our inner ear, inner sight, inner vision. And when we get direction, we have to take it. And then when we take it, we'll sort of say, oh, I see where I was seeing this incorrectly. And now I see it completely. Thank you, universe. Let's keep going. Mm. Or that's what I would say. Yeah. And, t and like listening <clears throat> to that, that inner wisdom or listening to that direction from the universe and like pivoting. Let's kind of go yes. there because we both yes. kind of started off in this kind of place. Oh, I guess Remember we these? did. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm getting... Complex PTSD, <laughs> done. Right. Is you should tell your audience what they're showing up in case. Yeah. So yeah. I was just showing Colin a bunch of um, backstage passes for New York Fashion Week because part of my journey has been in outer beauty, has been yeah. outer world, and I, so is yours. You yeah. did some modeling and yeah. things like that, and I'm a hairdresser. Yes, and honey. I was co-leading uh, shows at New York Fashion Week for a couple of years. And it was crazy, you know, like all of a sudden I'm like looking down, I'm doing Carly Kloss's hair and I'm like, what, what is this life? Um, yeah, it was really cool. cool. Um, and I know that you were, had an experience in that same kind of vein yeah. of that yeah. and, and, you know, pivoting into at that time, were you still practicing like astrology and going down oh, the yeah. during that time? Yeah. So what, like, 
sparked you in that real time to go, I'm going to move over here. I'm going to own this, who I am and start doing this work and start going down. uh, Yeah. So I was definitely talking about astrology and spirituality in fashion shows at audition, go sees, you know, in, in all the things that the fashion industry requires. And it was really around 23, 24 when I started to say, okay, I think what's shifting is now I was externalizing my value. I was externalizing my worth in terms of this job, this relationship, this amount of money, this amount of opportunity, and it just collapsed. Mm -hmm. And so the pivot really was like they say in recovery spaces, your best thinking got you here. And 23, 24, my best thinking got me in a place where sure I had the jobs and maybe the relationship, but it just didn't provide the value that I thought that it would. And then the whole thing just erupted, right? My boyfriend broke up with me, blah, 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 blah. And I just had no desire to participate in the fashion industry at that time because I was so hungry for meaningful information that I was getting from A Course in Miracles and Advanced Astrological Study that it was literally just a quick little 180, right? And I was still entertaining the idea of working in the fashion industry because then I went to Parsons School of Design and got my master's at fashion studies. So I was still theorizing ways in which I could contribute in visual culture, aesthetic culture, Mm -hmm. et cetera. But I still couldn't come, I still couldn't leave the astrological spiritual conversations. (laughs) Um, And so it was a pretty easy pivot, but I actually think that the fashion industry was so supportive of my career. Mm-hmm. which was really beautiful. It wasn't like, oh, what a terrible place. Nobody, but no, they were very supportive of it. In fact, mm-hmm. my first day at Parsons, I had a Dutch professor who was taking a class called Future Fashion Magazines. And he said, you're always talking about Scorpio this and Pisces moon that. He said, just make an <laughs> astrology magazine and shut up, right? <laughs> and that is when I started like talking to other astrologers and researching. That project took me to this career. So fashion and and he said it really beautifully. He was like, they're horoscopes and fashion, they're doing the same thing, they're forecasting. Mm-hmm. So he said, Hey, just yeah. put it in a cent- yeah, he said, put it in a centrally organized location and see what happens. And then it just took one thing led to another, led to another. And I really had no plan. You know, I was just sort of unattached to result. I was unattached to effort. And I was just letting the universe stream through me because I was studying a course in miracles at that time too, and just applying certain things. And then little by little, all those methodologies started to really get baked into the cake of what I do. And it's still with me to this day. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your question, but. Yeah, that's amazing. Because I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast are in like fashion and artists and creatives. A a big part of our community is, is we like to express outwardly. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. And, um, you know, that was actually a big hurdle in, in my career going from being a hairdresser to, and I still am a hairdresser and yeah. started incorporating healing into my healing arts, into my hair work. Wow. And so that. at first my clients are like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, do you want me to give you a little Reiki at the shampoo bowl or, you know, this or that? And, um, speak my language honey okay yeah and it started to just naturally pivot and naturally happen and i love that you said that like it was a pretty easy switch because when you are really willing and ready to to stop limiting yourself or holding yourself back from like what's calling you or like pulling you forward and you just like let it pull you even if it's terrifying and you're like there's a ledge i'm gonna fall off of it it's going it's like just this leap of faith of I'm being pulled uh, in the right direction. 100%. Everything starts to kind of open up. 
in a way. Like, how am I here talking to you on this podcast? Likewise. Like, what is, how did this happen? It's not, I can't explain it. I can't go, you know, a year, a year from now, I might be set an intention right in my journal, like, dear diary, I'd like to have Colin on my <laughs> podcast and like set an intention or like I'm calling in right. Right. intention, but ultimately just keep following that next call from the universe and the yes. next into next intuitive hit like yeah send this email do that thing yes. okay and exactly. not overthink of like why do i have to do this like, yes. why am i doing this it's just do it <laughs> and you know what kelly i have to stop and give you all the capricorn credit for this because what i try to tell my capricorn clients all the time is they really do receive divine directives and the, the most high-minded Capricorn energy doesn't go, hey, universe, can you tell me why? It's like, oh, do you keep plants revolving around the sun, Capricorn? I didn't think so. So mm -hmm. you just listen and trust me, please, right? Yeah. And then that's really where the work and the magic begins is we're just like, wow, so if I take this trust fall, will I be caught? Yeah, you really will. And with your astrology, man, if you are a testimony to these materials, there's no reason why anybody would want to discredit it, right? Because Scorpio rising, Capricorn sun, Taurus moon, it's like, I want value and safety and security on the ground. And and especially Scorpio, Scorpio rising, I want to trust what I can see. So now you're kind of softening into a complete 180 of the, that low energy and really realizing, wow, so when I do enter that trust ball, when I leap that ledge, when I follow the direction, things happen that serve the good, the true, and the beautiful that on my best day I couldn't possibly imagine. And let me just walk with faith that as I keep applying this approach, I'm going to be met with wonderful results for me and all people involved. Mm -hmm. And you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it is really amazing. And studying astrology has changed everything for myself and oh, great. Um, communicating with other people and learning about like the deeper aspects of our charts. Like my North node is yes. an Aries and I'm nice. like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I'm supposed to have this be all about me. <laughs> all about your desire. Yeah. All about desire, my desire and like me. what's pulling me and like yeah. you know, pulling me. And um <laughs> then then like the thing that always will come up is like, are people thinking I'm self-centered? Because it's a comp, you know, when you receive yeah. those comments from other people, you only think about yourself or you know, and then right, right. when you start actually doing it, that you know, when people are like, when we were talking about like, what can you do in real time? It's like, you have to listen to yourself and not the outside yeah. chatter. And oh, yeah. it's so difficult oh, because yeah. the discernment piece is like, is there a lesson for me to be learned here? Or is this I know. projection? Or is this like, ha am I? <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, and even to that point of self with a capital S, it's like, is it self? Is it who, who is talking to us mm -hmm. through these inner signals, right? Like, I think for you, for your North Node in Aries, it might make sense for you to say, I'm listening to myself. I have a North Node in Pisces, so I would say, I don't know who I'm listening to, but I don't think it's me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something's coming through. I'm just going <laughs> to trust it here, right? But mm -hmm. yeah, that is super hard, is the discernment piece, once again, in real time between, is this adrenaline, appetite, externalization, and ego? Or is this desire? Is this the generative momentum to be of service to other people? Is mm -hmm. this me following my hero's journey? Is this my signal? Mm -hmm. And uh, to think about ways in which we can really operationalize the discernment piece, that is what you just said, meditation, right? It's also just spending time, enough time to think about 
discerning whether or not when you listen to this voice, what kind of results do you get? Mm -hmm. Right? Because it's one thing to say like, oh, I'm trusting and listening to myself. And then you want to ask yourself, and how's that working out for you so far? Big Capricorn energy, right? (laughs) So it is hard. Yeah, the discernment piece is key. But then I think as long as we start to realize, and my life proves it through my results, we're playing a completely different game. Yeah. Yeah. Which may mean we piss other people off too, though, to echo your point. Go ahead. I know. Yeah, Yeah. that's also very true. It's like, you cannot please everyone. So it has to come from like a really trusting place that yes, this is yes, this is the right path. This is good for me. And in because of that is good for everyone around me. Yes, North Node in Aries. Yes. And beautifully expressed because technically, if your North Node is in Aries, then that's actually the hardest energy for you to inhabit and express. And it looks like you're doing it beautifully, right? Yeah. And my South Node being in Libra, it's like I'm always, my my default is like, please, everyone, make sure everybody's happy. Like, I'm not supposed to be so focused on that right now. I'm supposed to be, you know, I feel like there's a big momentum that's moving through me. And in the web, best way I could describe it is like standing in the middle of the field with my feet mm. pushing so hard into the ground mm. with my throat open and my face to the sky, like yelling yes. as loud as I can. Like that's the kind of energy I have, like moving through me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love it. No, I love overwhelming. it. No, I'm like, oh, it. hang on. <laughs> it's big Aries energy. And I say, keep, Keep screaming at the sun, Kelly. Like, yeah. and anybody who's watching, like, do the same thing. Just like <laughs> get firmly planted on that ground and just yell as loud as you can. And I think that that energy, what I love about your nodal axis is around Aries and Libra for anybody who's new to this, is that really what those two zodiac signs teach us is that we are meant to safeguard and balance our, our autonomy in equilibrium to connection mm-hmm. with others. And so we don't have to choose it as an either or, but it is, you know, a beautiful both end. And it's it's difficult. Don't get me wrong. It is an energy that needs to be leveraged rather than a problem that needs to be solved. But mm-hmm. that's what's beautiful about the Aries Libra axis is there is a place where I can be so fully and so fully belonging to myself and also deeply connected with you. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, what's that win-win situation? Ooh. Hard stuff, but I think <laughs> you can do it. I know, right? Like, woo. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. Swan dive into the into the contradictions and oppositions. Let's do it. I know, absolutely. Um, I just got done writing my first book. Congratulations. I just put it out digitally. So it's like a digital thing. But it's um a guided uh prompted journal book. And because that was the medicine that I've needed, I've been working on it for like two years now and channeling talk about receiving messages from the universe and i'm like okay if you have me do this okay okay (laughs) and um put together this like 70 plus prompts for people to go through these hard topics discernment intuition um expansion empowerment you know these things that just like kind of float around and we're like what how do i where do i go with this and helping you know it helped me to dive deeper into asking myself those questions Am I doing amazing. this? How do I want to do this? You know, and and navigate it from that place. That's great. Um, yeah, it was 
kind of weird. I just put it out yesterday. So I'm just Oh, like, congratulations. Woo! So do you have a little bit of a vulnerability hangover around it? Or are you oh, just yeah. like, okay, the first day go. I put it out, like I worked with a marketing strategist and so I'm like had everything organized. I felt really confident. And then of course you put it out and you're like, Ugh! I just need to turn okay. off the internet. Don't look at I your e-commerce. Just don't, like, don't, don't. just no, send it, it out. Oh God. And if only there were more masterclasses or <laughs> trainings and curriculums around that space between I just put something out there, then what? Oh and my just, God. <laughs> right? Grace, maybe we'll do it. If anybody could do it, that it should we be should, oh, we, Capricorn Gemini. We, that is a great collaboration. And I, you know what? I'm obsessed with that because well, it's fucking, it's like, like what are you know it's like i did all the things now what yeah, now what <laughs> yeah now and freak and out and revert like <laughs> unlearn everything you just fucking worked on you are so grounded you're so centered you're so confident you have the vision you have the the momentum everything's just flowing and then all of a sudden it's like i am dying inside <laughs> yes do you feel like that every time you put out a podcast or put out a capture or a post on instagram or anything like that um like the podcasting thing has I've let let off the pedal of it because I released all expectations. I've been talking to amazing people. Like I literally for this season sat down with my pen and paper. I asked the universe, God guides, wherever this message is coming from, tell me who I need to talk to. Oh, wow. wow. You're on that list. Oh, I'm so out of my bad. Thank you. So I, I write it down. I send it to my podcast producer, Rory, who you've been communicating with. And yeah. he was like, well, this is a really high profile list. Like, well, we'll, we'll try. We'll go for it, you know? Right. And I was like, nope. Whatever happens, happens. These That's people right. say yes. They say yes. They say no. They don't have time. It's not lying. Then I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, right, right. Oh, wow. Okay. So that is how I did this. And so yeah. I really released all expectations. I don't listen to them back though. Me, I still oh have God. a hard time. I have a hard time watching or listening to myself. Yeah. I yeah. start being like, what the fuck? I know. What are you doing? But um, I have a, my married, I have a husband. This is our 10 year anniversary coming up. Congratulations. So he's seen me and experienced and witnessed me through everything <laughs> that I've like tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed. And, oh. um, so I always know, like, if I'm going off the course of not being myself and I get, like, in a trap of trying to create a persona or trying to, like, you know, fit into a box or something, he'll be like, what are you talking about? Why are you doing that? <laughs> wow. I love that you have a relationship where a person can tell you that. Yeah. And he's What's Cancer. Your... I'm Capricorn. And so he's, like, the mom uh, and I'm the dad. And it's yes! so, we have two kids. And it's totally, like, our vibe. It's oh like, my god, I love that so much. <laughs> Polar opposite sun signs are, I think, like one of the, my favorite things to study in astrology when they're in a relationship. I've only ever committed to Sagittarius boys for that reason, because they're my opposite sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we just have such a blast together. Oh, I'm so happy for you. And and like, that's a real polarity space for him to tell you like, honey, you're pretending you're performing, cut it out. That's all and I get. My mom, my brother, my sister, my husband, all cancer. Wow. Okay. I'm like See, surrounded. You. I'm like, ah. my dad's oh, a Virgo. I'm like, I love you, dad. Come over here with me. <laughs> my fellow earth sign. I know. Just stay here and like, tell me everything's going to be fine. And don't bombard me with emotional yeah. self-indulgence. Me and my dad Thank are like, you. why is everybody having an emotional day? Can we just... <laughs> 
<laughs> that's big earth energy to eye roll. I love yeah, it. I know. I'm, and I'm in the, I'm in an interesting line of work to bear witness to that, but it's true. I'm just like, where is everybody's resilience people? Resilience being yeah. the Capricorn word. Yeah. So, and no, and I, speaking of resilience and in real time stuff to the container of the conversation, I think that what I try to remember is after I do something really vulnerable, I just have to align myself with the fact that I did something really brave and I'm proud of myself for not being a critic, but actually being a contributor. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like Brene Brown says, we want to know that we've contributed more than we've criticized. Mm -hmm. And so if you just stay centered in that mantra of like, I release expectations and whoever receives this will receive it. And mm -hmm. I am showing my kids that mommy is a brave, badass bitch and mm -hmm. I'm taking care of business. <laughs> they will also feel like they have the permission to share their creativity. And I think yeah. I stay centered in there. I don't always get to maintain that conviction. But I'm just like, well, I'm being brave and I'm glad that I am. And if people don't like it right here, then you mm -hmm. contribute because I don't want to hear it if you're just criticizing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Applause. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yes. Yeah, right. Let's beat them up. No, I know. But I'm, uh, my kids are like, why do you get to have a YouTube channel? <laughs> how, old, how old are they? Six and eight. My son's yeah, a Gemini. Oh, forget it. Oh, he's going to give you such a I, run for your money. Colin, I'm so he's sorry. in my, I'm... my body and I'm like, where is this human <laughs> coming from? <laughs> like my daughter's a Pisces. Oh, God bless. She's right on the cusp, like uh, Aquarius and Pisces. When's her birthday? The 19th or the 20th? 18th. Oh, could be other one. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. And um, I thought she's Aquarius for a long time and then I pulled up her chart. She's Pisces. Sun at zero degrees. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, so oh. they're really interesting, but she just is this natural yeah. healer, like yes. empath, super, whoa, whoa. Um, but my <laughs> son is like, woo, woo. I call him the alien. I'm like, he's our alien. We don't know where he's from. We're not sure. We have no idea. He's a wild, wild, just so much oh. fun. So much. He's just fun. Everything oh. is fun. Tickle me. He wants to be tickled all the time. I'm like, we're talking about spatial boundaries. Right. He has none. No. And so we're going, no. I like line him up. I'm like, factor opinion. Everybody loves to be tickled all the time. He's like, uh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, mom, what should I do? Wait, I also think you should do like a parenting <laughs> by Capricorn mommy. Like, I love this. Like you and my, because I'm a twin and I have a Gemini twin. My and So naturally my twin sister is a Capricorn moon too. And she, like you, with her daughter is, and what, you don't have to hug everybody if they don't want to hug you. Do you yeah. understand me? It's your, because she's raising a little girl. And so she's like, your body, your autonomy, don't yeah. let people touch you. And it's like, she comes down very Capricorn authority. And I love watching it. And I love watching Capricorn moms just like run their shit. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I it's, love it. It's really fun. It's like my sarcasm level with my kids. They're like. You're so mean, mommy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they can't ever figure me out because I really love to be like fully present and really mess with them. Like I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I love it. Job. <laughs> make like, their lives a little uncomfortable yes yeah. super uncomfortable <laughs> challenge them right now all electronics are taken away because they're like literally trying to kill each other yesterday and i was like done we're going Guess right what? and so yeah. i came home from the salon when i was talking to you earlier and my son we have these big bay windows in michigan all these trees and my oh. son's sitting by the window like this and my husband's in the kitchen making them lunch i go what is he doing and he goes he's 
looking at the window at this dove. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, he turns around and he goes, you took my Nintendo Switch away. So all I have to do is look out this window. <laughs> I need to watch your Gemini son in action because He's Gemini so boys are just wild. And you know what's interesting about how we can use your son as an example for like the present moment is Mars is currently in Gemini, his sign, mm -hmm. right? So he's going to have even more energy than he typically does. <sighs> the North Node is in Gemini, Jupiter, Saturn is in Aquarius. <laughs> I think that the air signs are really front and, front and center right now mm -hmm. and kind of showing people like, if you don't lighten up, if you don't stop taking yourself so seriously, mm -hmm. if you don't just have a little fun, you know, and I, that's what I love about being an air sign is we just walk in and just get the party started and flip the tables, smash the windows, turn the music up. It's the best. It's the best. It is the best. I love being I love surrounded it. by that, all that energy. Sometimes I'm just like, my, I'm like, there is no yeah. structure here. Everything right. like. I know. I watched a TikTok, which I don't, my grandmother sent it to me. She is hilarious. She's always on TikTok all night and she's sending me Venmo requests in the middle of the night. I'm like, lady, what are you doing? But she sent me, <laughs> she sent me a TikTok request of the signs walking into a party. Oh. oh yeah. And so I let that Capricorn's the hardest Kelly because this woman walks in and just flips everybody off. <laughs> it's just like, I can't, there's too, it's too loud. There's way too much happening here. Like, I don't want to be here. I was like, that sounds like a Capricorn. Yeah. I'm just not yeah. in the mood. So it just made me laugh. When you said there's too much structure, I, I was like, yeah, it I It's it. really kind of hard being that energy so much because it can be like really cold to people, but I'm like, they're just being honest. No, I know. And I think I always yeah. try to help people like, yeah, look at like Capricorns in a different way of like, no, they're not ice queens, theoretically. They are just kind of also maintaining a space insofar as if you haven't earned access to my warmth and my adaptability and my generosity of spirit, I'm not going to pretend like you have. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm just kind of slowly, appropriately letting the relationship and letting our self-disclosure go at an appropriate space. Mm -hmm. And if that's uncomfortable for you, you need to re-examine why you think that everybody just has, you have the right to everybody's kindness and just, like, what are you doing? So that's that's Capricorn energy, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's a really interesting space because especially being in an online landscape and now that I've connected oh. with people all over the country, it's like, my real true personality, it takes a little bit of a while to warm up to, maybe, yeah. <laughs> because it's, uh, you know. What's not to love? Yeah, but it's fine. It's yeah, fine. fine. It's, it's fine. If I, I'm not for you, that's what cool. I'm, it's what I'm dealt. And, and also, that Scorpio rising works like an internal protective defensive mechanism. It's like, oof, like people will know right away that they cannot get away with lying to you, that you're spotting incongruencies. Yeah, yeah that, no, that, yeah. that that makes people run away and hide from me sometimes. <sighs> like like I do I do some one-on-one -on -one intuitive coaching and every time people work with me, when they get done, they're like writing me this review or a message like, I got so much out of this. This was fucking intense. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, only and it was like the spiritual beatdown. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> good. Good. Um, but I just go there and I go fast and I go just in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're not ready, and I can also read people, like I can read energy really well, which is why I think I'm so drawn to you because I love your energy and I feel very like oh, it's you. easy to connect with it. And some people I can oh. see that they have like their mask on or like 10 wow. masks on. 
And so wow. they, they, okay. they, they know that I can see it through it. Totally. And oh, it's really, totally. it makes people kind of want to kind of curl up away yeah. from me, yeah. um, which is really yeah. interesting. And I've noticed that about and studying, you know what? studying like you my own like, interaction and, and the way yeah. that I move in through, through life. Yeah. And you can almost say, all right, good. You're doing me a favor. Cause now I don't got to worry. You know, it's like, good. Cause you're pretending, or maybe, you know what I think And speaking of in real time stuff. Yes. I don't necessarily believe that most people are intentionally dishonest. Mm -hmm. I don't believe most people pretend intentionally or perform right. intentionally. I believe that the vast majority of us self deceive and we don't even realize we're doing it. Yeah. And that's what I would love to see Scorpio influence folks like you provide people with the tools, the tips and the strategies to talk to themselves differently and reality check the stories they're telling themselves. Because I think the masks are coming from self-deception. I really yeah. do. Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know. There's so <sighs> many masks I've had on. I'm not saying yeah. that I, I don't have, you know, and that's kind of the rebuttal is like, yeah. you know, in my, my we've all been there. Is like, yeah. oh, you think you don't have masks? And I'm like, oh, right. I do, I do, I do. Right, yeah, no, right, right. But no, I'm just there. on a YouTube video, so like, let me have this one on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I want this one right now. I'm choosing right, this on. one, you know? And that's also really, and I had a conversation with this um, woman named Ariella Astoria. She is on the, the podcast a few episodes ago. And she talked about that, about being like a public figure and being like playing roles, playing roles of, um, you know, who I am right now sharing with you is the same person I am at home with my family. However, I'm playing a different role. So I have to put on a different hat. And that might mm. seem like a different mask to you or whatever. Right. But it's only to present the information or present the art or, or channel the energy through that. Whatever is necessary for that time through that lens. Yeah. And I think people ought to be agile and adaptable and read the room. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's so interesting that people have this premise that, oh, it's fun. And it's that people fun. would have a premise that says like, oh, you're different around them. And so therefore you're inconsistent. It's like, I'm allowed to adapt to my circumstances, people. Yeah. Like that's well, crazy talk. Yeah. And in real time talk, something you can tangibly take away. It's one of the most beneficial things I've ever learned as being a hairdresser and being a coach and like doing any of this like 7,000 jobs that I do. <laughs> is like is truly being able to be present enough and aware enough of how another person's energy is in that moment yeah. and not change who you are to accommodate them but shift how you're approaching situations Completely. so that it is comfortable for as comfortable as possible for everyone involved bingo no right? and there is that is one of those things that's a soft skill right so Soft skills are highly feminized, so therefore idealized really? in theory and disregarded in practice. Oh yeah, love to talk about it, but soft then when it skill. comes soft skills, a thing. Oh yeah, so it's like the let me let me ask a particular question to make people feel safe. Let me mm. actively listen. Let me clarify. Let me provide empathy, generosity, compassion. Soft skills are considered feminine, mm. so that's why popular culture again idealize them in theory and then consistently disregards in practice. So it's, we'll talk about it, but we're not actually about it. And that's why the skill that you just described is there's nothing soft about it. It's extremely hard yes. to read the room, perceive what's happening, reality check, make sure you're not telling yourself any conspiracy theories, 
and then innovate and adapt because <laughs> we can all do that. 2020. Hey. Right. I know. I know. Oh, girl. And so, and then how do you become the person required to ensure security with the people around you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And knowing full well, to be honest with you, like your chart, I would even apply some precision and say, you're not even here for people's comfort level. You're here for people's security. Mm. As long as people feel secure, that's one thing. And you can be uncomfortable and secure at the same time. Because mm. Scorpio rising, no, 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 no. And a Capricorn sun, forget it. Not here for anybody's comfort level. Yeah. Security. That's really great because I think especially in creating community, communal spaces and inviting people oh, yeah. into our spaces as as the kind of work that we're doing. And I, I also am in yoga teacher training. I do a lot of things, obviously. I love it. I love it, Capricorn. Do but it all. learning about communal, community yoga and like there is no such thing truly as a safe space. It's creating because somebody might come in with some trauma or some sort of experience that they might not feel safe in any situation or, right. or you know, you can't control how other people are going to talk or how other people are going right. to do things. But you have control about creating a sense of security in a space that people feel safe enough to come into willingly. Yeah. And willingness, again, right? that friggin' word. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I I really think like in this time, in this day, age and time, that is such a powerful thing to cultivate in our, in our communities and spaces is, is a sense of security. Like, and it's, it's, it's taking away the judgment and totally all, all the expectations of people and what we, we think they should be like, or say, or do, or how they should act Mm -hmm. or the opinions they should have Mm -hmm. and creating that sense of security that all of them are welcome and all of us are going to have a different view and walk of life and experience and yeah all of it is okay all of it is okay in these secure spaces and i think that it's it's interesting again to look at comfort versus security in the culture that we live in because i think that many of us believe we're entitled to comfort and Mm. we assume that security is comfort yeah but it's really uncomfortable to be around people who may disagree with you or who have a debate and yet you are still secure. Yeah. And so how do we as practitioners, you know, disenthrall people with the belief that like the contract you make with life is such where you will not be comfortable 24 mm-hmm. seven. No one rides for free here. So what are you doing to align with resilience, perseverance, curiosity, boundaries, accountability, compassion, and non-judgment in a container of security? Yeah. 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 And that's been don't get very, me started. <laughs> I love this. You know, this could go on forever. Um, but you know, that's such a great point because we've been kind of conditioned to like with, you know, gonna say the C word, COVID is like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know At I didn't first, know which I... <laughs> direction you were gonna go. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go the one that rhymed with punt and I was like <laughs> bottom draw on the floor okay oh it's another conversation right um but you know with COVID, it's like this sense of safety that we're all seeking it's like there's a level of risk that it is to be alive and to seek comfort and safety in all things in all ways is like really unrealistic and to build this bridge of moving forward in a way that if this whole time was meant for our souls to awaken we have to figure out how can we move forward in security. That's right. In ourselves, in our own 
ourselves, our communities, our, our spaces, yeah. Yeah. so that we can accept, I don't know, yes. accept the fact that the world is unsafe and accept yeah. the fact that the world is not comfortable. That's right. That's and it right. never will be. So, and I think walk through those landscapes productively. I yeah. think, you know, there's really the value of your moon sign in Taurus is that when it comes to security, right? The minute we externalize safety and security as something outside of us, we're asking for trouble. Mm -hmm. The highest invitation and offering for security is actively clarify your values, live into them, practice what you preach, and realize that your life proves the efficacy of that which you value. Because there is no security and safety knowing like you are the person you claim to be. Mm -hmm. That's the only safety and security there is. Mm -hmm. Is there are very few, if any, lanes out of my life, out of alignment with my security, integrity, and values. So I put my head on my pillow every night, sleeping like a baby, because <laughs> I am exactly who the I say I am, honey. Okay? Yes. So, oh, do you have a values piece? Are you taking out values right here? Am Hold I on, taking out got? my notes? <laughs> Oh, no, I was like, do you got values somewhere? I was no, like, do you have that well, written? I do. You know what? Okay. Here, I'm going to show you this. Everybody I'm like, I listening. feel like you probably have something around that already. Look at here. Can you see that? I see a beautiful board, and I'm yeah. sure you have words there, but I don't so see on that. So on I that board, it. I have my top three priorities in life in order. Health, family, service, top priorities, exclamation mark. And then yes. another one up here that are boundaries, priorities, and values. And I sit that there because I remind myself every single day, what are my boundaries? Because I like, I believe in transparent boundaries because I don't want to block anyone out. I don't want to push anyone away. I want to be open oneness. Like oneness is really important to me and like cultivating that in all ways. And so if I block myself off from the whole, I'm now separate and now I'm stuck right. in the loop. So I remind myself that priorities, what is important to me? What's the top three priorities are important to me. Can't do anything without myself being healthy first. My family no. is the number one most important thing. And then being of service is my life's calling. And Aww. then what are my core values? Like what is most important to me? And what am I never going to waver on? And what do I completely stand for? And so, yeah, it's, it's there. It's like so important. It's, it's everything. And if those, three things like those are the three things I tell anybody I'm like well what are what's like the most important thing I'm like know like what you stand for yes why, yes um, what's most important to you in what order so that you don't yes. get stuck like taking care of everybody else and not yourself 100% and then 100%. what are the places that you're going to like honor yourself so that you don't get stuck in in situations where people are invading into your space or you're giving your power away that's right. And then in real time, because you have those outlines, you know what to say yes and no to in real time. Because it's like, mm, oh, no, boundaries. Yeah, that's an alignment. That's not. This yeah. is going to contradict with my service. So can't say yes to this. This certainly won't. So let me write an enthusiastic yes. And when we just have these, these, these personal convictions and values, we tend to feel secure. So to the question of results, do you, Kelly, feel throughout the C word that you are more secure than not? Yeah. Me too. I feel. Me too. I went through every emotion and what I'm understanding and I'm learning in my journey and my teachings right now is like emotion is neutral. Okay. No, no emotion is bad or good. Anger, sadness, joy, bliss. That tracks. They're all neutral. They just yeah. are. And they have to move through us. 
and it can't yeah. stay in us. So if we stay in anger, it's going to um, not move through us and, and hurt us. So I, I practice moving energy through, moving emotions through. Wow. Okay. And it's just such a, the most powerful thing that I've ever done is, is be able to like, look at every single thing that came up, all of my resistances, all of the things that I was, was, um, noticing being reactive to, and just like, mm. let them move through me. Oh, and yeah. I just have, yeah, I definitely feel, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what happened to me this last year, but I'm like, I, there are no fucks given. You know what it was? Jupiter was in Capricorn and Jupiter just hit all the Capricorn people like, yo, are you going to keep walking around with these fucks? Because they don't serve you, sweetie. Yeah. And I love that. And you've also been applying, this is the, the follow-up of the Jupiter assignment. You learned what it took to move emotion through the body, to mm -hmm. see them as, as neutral, to be in a space of response rather than reaction. And it's one thing to intellectually know it, it's another to apply it. And because you're applying it, it's working in real time. And this is why, once again, you have security and safety. It's really not that hard. It's just different. And I think that what we as earthy influenced people in our astrology need to tell people is stop putting mustard and sprinkles on it. It's not that complicated. It's yeah. not. You just got to know that it's really different than what we're used to. And what is difficult is getting our, over our resistance to doing things differently. But clarifying your values and living into them is not difficult. It's just different. Mm -hmm. So when people go, oh, easier said than done, Kelly, it's like, oh, yeah, well, how's your methods working out for you so far? Because that looks hard. Yeah. So what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing that I think really changed me is looking at time differently. Okay. And really reminding myself all the time, all the time, every moment, like how time is moving, like how time is moving. And it is just a constant reminder to me, am I living in that? Am I living in it? Am I living in it every moment that I'm not living in my truth, being my values and all of these things that are who I am truly is taking away from my precious time here. And especially having kids and watching it, like watching time happen in a human body. Oh, right. Like yeah. to watch yes. your child go from six to seven, seven to eight, from three weeks ago to now, like how much change happens. And just knowing like that time is over, like just watching the childhood, watch, just watching it, observing it, witnessing it. It's just changed everything about me. And I'm 34. I just turned 34 in January yeah. and I'm like, I know, like, I always have like at minimum a hundred and healthy. It's like, yes. be, like at minimum a hundred and healthy and like thriving. And so I'm like, I have about 70 years. Like, what do I want to do? Yes, Capricorn. <laughs> okay. Yes. And are you doing it? I'm a hundred percent doing it. Yeah, you are. And with the people that I know, like, I used to have these weird things like, you know, wanting to do fashion week and all of this stuff, wanting to be like famous and, and known and have all these credentials and have all of these like tick marks and stuff. And I'm like, I don't care about any of that anymore. None of it. Don't care. I care about the impacts, the connections, the bridges. Like I want to, to be a part of the bridge being built that is happening. Even if you look in the outside world and you're like, everything's crumbling. It's so bad. Everything's terrible. It's all, and it's like, no, it's not. Behind the scenes, there are people 
And there are beings who are creating this network that's right. of, of bridges that are being built everywhere. And so I know that that's what I want to do. I know that's where I want to be. And yes. so everything just filters back into that. Ribbon on top, baby. And I hope that that river just keeps you and your family safe, secure, and loved always. Thank you. You're welcome. This has been so much fun. So much fun. Um, I feel like we could talk for a million years. But I know. And I was like, speaking of now. time, I'm honoring yours. Because yes. I'm like, you gave me an hour. <laughs> I know you got kids. I'm trying to be respectful No, here. it's okay. okay. I know. So I'm going to I'm gonna do this little quick fire round. It's fun. Oh, sure. Light. Okay. I love this. It's just to get you to know you a little bit better. Um, I'll ask you a question. You give me an answer. Okay. Are, are you a sunrise or sunset person? Sunset. Travel or stay home? I'll travel. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. You invite three people to a dinner party, Ooh. dead or alive. Who are they? And why are they there? Ooh. Okay. It's a good one. Okay. I would, my best friend passed away three years ago, so I would love to just have dinner with her again. Uh, so her name is Tansy, and she's she would be there to just make me laugh. No one made me laugh more than this Virgo. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I would bring Tansy, and then I would also bring my great-grandmother, Alice. Um, I, I think her handwriting is in so much of what I what I'm grateful to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And she was an Aquarius, uh, a Brooklyn native, and just ran her life immaculately so i would just love to talk and shoot the shit with her and then the third person would probably be dr Brene brown i would love to convince her that astrology is real <laughs> <laughs> i mean like Brene, listen to me you're a scorpio you chose the scorpio's words and daring greatly like can you just sit with me in this please okay <laughs> so it'd be those three and i'm sure have they'd actually get her? along have no. you talked to her yet not yet you gotta connect um, with her I know, but I think we would get on like a house on fire. I really do because New Yorkers and Texans are loud mouths. It's like a great energy. Um, and I just love social work. So I can talk to her in that language and then I'm going to be like, and then um, Brene, now that we talked about qualitative research in the social work industry, what time were you born? Again, <laughs> <laughs> I get that Scorpio. I love this. Okay. Yes, yes, that is amazing. So, those three. <laughs> <laughs> are you a movie or a show person? Uh, probably movie to be really honest with you because shows are too much of an investment. It's like it I'm a Gemini, I know. When it's somebody's like, commitment. Have you watched Outlander or something? I'm, and there's like 14 seasons, I'm like, ah! I, No, but you know what? You might like it because you're such a Capricorn. It yeah. is really Capricorn influenced, and the author okay. is a Capricorn, but yeah, I, I was really, really? That. I'm like, All yeah. right, I'm, in. I'm like, Yeah, Stay no, no, let, me, <laughs> let me see my genius, but yeah, definitely a, a movie person. I like yeah. a complete and ending narrative. Me too. I love that. Um, <laughs> dance or watch? Are you like a chair dancer? Or are you on the dance? Floor? Oh, I I'm definitely am on the dance. Dan floor. Sing, honey. Okay. <laughs> I have to say, I love your like '90s pop referenced oh. reels. Thank you for this. Right, because we gives me life. Yeah, we grew up in the same decade. I'm 31, <laughs> so yeah, like we need Britney, Christina, and Sing Backstreet. Like, Brittany. oh my God, free her. I know. Her. No, I'm all about the dancing. Yes, I sometimes I like sit and watch, but like, it's yeah, I feel so alive when I dance. I'm not a good dancer, but I just I don't care. I do it anyway. Yeah, it just feels good. It does. Are you a walk or run? Walk. Yes. <laughs> I don't run anywhere. People who tell me that they're <laughs> runners, I just want to be like, 
How does that? How does that? I don't, I don't yeah, get it. I don't care. If if swim was on there, I'd swim because I'm swim. a Mars and Cancer. But I ain't running nowhere. I might power walk. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite food? General Chow's chicken and white rice and dumplings. I'm sorry, I gotta say it. Oh, from this <laughs> from this place in Kew Gardens, Queens. It is the best Chinese food. Jade Kitchen, Wendy, the Ooh. owner. If you're listening, I love you. Yeah, General Chow's chicken, white rice, and fried dumplings. Nice classic. <laughs> um, most nostalgic smell. Ooh, great question. I can't believe I'm gonna say this out loud. Wait. Probably. Oh, Do not no. say aqua digio because no, I'm... no. <laughs> okay, I, I love that you know that. No, uh, Burberry. Wait. No, Burberry would have been it. Actually, it yeah. would have been. It's. It was a Burberry. Or remember Abercrombie and Fitch is fierce. I know. Do I? Because it, it was high school. It was like when I was like coming out and like flirting with boys and like oh, it'd probably be that one. Oh God. <laughs> ocean yeah. or mountains? Ooh, ocean. Cook in your house? Do you cook or clean or do do both? Clean. I hate cooking. Okay. I wish I didn't. Do you hate cooking? Make me feel less. I bad. love cooking. Oh, Taurus Moon. That's right. Yeah, I really love yeah, cooking. Torians and you know what I cooking. like more than cooking? What? When people eat my food and they tell me how good it is. Okay, I'll do that anytime. <laughs> okay, and like, then I'll clean up. This after is you. this is me like cooking and then serving it, and they're like, you know, taking their time. I'm like, you need it. Tell me how great it is. Tell right? me how amazing that was. <laughs> Please wait. Yeah. So oh, that, and then I'm going to ask you one more question that I don't have written down. What should it be? What should it be? What is, okay. No, no, no. If you could live on a planet and it was inhabitable, okay. any of the planets that we have, right. Mm -hmm. And it was inhabitable. Which one would you choose because of its energy and why? Ooh, that is a good question. I just want to give you so much credit for the genius of that question. It just came in. I know. I'll be honest. I mean, I should choose the sun because I'm a Leo rising, even though the sun is not a planet, it's a star. Mm. Right? But probably Mercury. Because that shit, you know, one year in Mercury is 88 days. That shit is fucking fast. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. I'd be, I'd totally be a Mercury influence because you know you have a Gemini sun. Like, he, we, we just love the energy. It's also gorgeous. Like, if you look at high-def pictures of Mercury, it is a beautiful, tiny, powerful little thing. Mm -hmm. And that'd probably be the planet I'd live on. What about you, Saturn? Because you're a Capricorn. Ooh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was gonna say I'd live on Pluto, like away from. Oh, because you're a Scorpio rising. I know. It's. I knew it was gonna be Venus, Pluto, or Saturn. My yeah. uh, Pluto is conjunct with my ascendant. Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Yeah. I had a feeling. I love it. Yeah. You are very Plutonian. I had to learn a lot from that one. I was like, "What is going on here?" God damn it, Deborah! Right. You know, Deborah. I was like, "Stop it, Deborah!" With all this. <laughs> we have the same birthday, and I met her on fifth avenue she was just gallivanting yeah may 24th okay. and i saw her on fifth avenue and i was like oh my god here's ever silverman and then she was like hi and she was so gracious to me and i was like we have the same birthday 
And then we just started yapping about that and we took a picture and we kept in touch. This is when I didn't even want to, I didn't even know I was going to become an astrologer. And she's been so sweet and supportive of me. I'm very grateful for that. Who did you do? Did you do training like an apprenticeship no. or a mentorship or you just like learned from? I was more self-taught than anything. Yeah. And honestly, like I started my website, not necessarily with the intention of doing it professionally. It was more just, oh, I have these reflections. Let me just put it out there, you know? And then I was fired from my job and I had no choice but to do it professionally at that point. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was sort of, you know, I went to the trainings, I went to conferences, but um, did I get any certification or accreditation? No, I'm just more doing my own thing, developing my own frameworks and methods. And frankly, I'm glad about that because yeah. sometimes when I look at the astrologers who are just way too into technique and system and method, I'm like, you are way out of touch with reality. Yeah. Yeah, I I did Deborah's um her level one course. Oh great! She, she was like, you have to come do it. I had her on the podcast and we we're chatting and stuff. We had some mutual friends and she's like, yeah. get in there, you got to get do it. in and I was there. Like, I don't have time. I'm like, I'm writing this book thing and I'm doing all these things. She's like, no, get in there, do it. So she put me in in it and um I really I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot about myself and great. um you know sharing with other people and and totally and stuff. But totally. um, yeah, I love the way that she integrates the elements. Yes. That's and the psychology. Vibe. Yeah. And the psychology. She's a counselor. Yeah. Yeah. Therapist, I think. Yeah. yeah. No, she's amazing. Yeah. She does really great work. Yay. And so do you. Thank you, honey. So do you. And Thank I'm you. happy to share and promote your book. So tell me about it. <sighs> yeah. Well, I, you want me to tell you about it now? Yeah. Oh my okay. God. Tell the people. <laughs> yes. I know. No it's so present. weird talking about myself, right? Come on I'm like, now, you can do it. Um, I know. So let me show you it. It's here. This is the cover. It's Waking Your Limitless Soul. Love it by Kelly Mason. Yeah, Love I got it. it. I got it printed off because I was like discernment. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So I go I go through alignment, balance, crafting your future, discernment, embodiment, empowerment, inner child healing, inner guidance, leadership, perspective, speech, speaking truth, transformation, dreaming into reality, expansion, and, and intuition. Love it, love it, love it. All you got to do is follow these steps. Yes, no, but it's great. right. Love no, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a collection of lessons, reflections, downloads um, on each topic. Great. So I'm just like storytelling and sharing just perspective. And then there's like five to 10 journal prompts that go with each one of them that really help you connect with yourself. Be your own okay. teacher, right? That's so right. many people are always asking me, they're like, how did you, you know, find a teacher? Or like, how do I find a teacher? And there was a while there for, I was like, I need a guru or I need a teacher or yeah. I need, you know, this mentorship. And I love that you say, you know, I, I did this myself. Go out. That's right. There, the information is there. Information is prevalent. Information is everywhere. Everywhere. Information is inside of us. And Hello. Like yeah. from from doing a lot of shamanic work and, and healing work with some of my teachers here in Michigan, I've just really realized and through much plant medicine. <laughs> yeah. Like the information is there. The totally. information is inside of us. So totally. this this journal prompt guidebook is really to help you pull it out. It's it's Great. there to pull out the information that is running through your veins, that is in your ancestry, that is in our DNA. And that's, right. that's, that's where right. we have to access it is from within. And so that's why I wrote it because that's how I found a lot of my information is through okay. my own intuition, my own inner guidance, connecting with myself. I've had a lot of teachers and guides and 
but I'm noticing that my teachers and guides come and go. Like That's my right. uncle, who was my meditation, I mean, my aunt wrote this book. In the go in. Like, oh. yeah, she's in her 80s and um, she had a guru in, in India and she studied all over the world. She was a model in New York City back in like the 60s, mm, 70s. Wow. And yeah, amazing. Um, and I've learned a lot from reading her books and, and my uncle, who was her husband, was a great meditation teacher of mine. I learned a lot from them, but I mean, he's passed and she's you know, doing her own thing now. And mm. I'm just noticing that I learned a lot from them, but the teaching, the lessons are all coming from within me. And then That's right. the external world is a, is a reflection and a mirror of what we are. hundred percent. Like my kids are my biggest teachers. My, oh, my parents, sure. my parents. Oh my God, forget it. Especially as them <laughs> as adults, like as like the way they are now. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Mean? Teach me your ways. Yeah. Oh my God. Or not. I know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love, love it. You, I'm Mom so proud Dad. of you. <laughs> right. Thank but you. Um, I'm good. No, you're obviously doing this from such a heart center place. Yeah. And I know it'll be a wonderful success because you're doing it just a genuine desire to be of service. So, yay. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll awaken many limitless souls. I hope so. I think yeah, so. me too. Me wake too. Some, wake, shake it up. Wake it up. Get I something know. Going, you know, Ooh. activate, activate That's something right. in there. You know, we That's need right. you. We need you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Are you listening? Wake Are you up. listening? Come on. Love it. All right, Colin. Thank you so much. This was amazing. Thank you so much. Down in the the show notes and all of this stuff, we're gonna put your link to Great. your website and how they can find thank you, you if they're not already thank following you. you because you have to go connect and. Thank you. Keep on rolling. Yes.